Fearless Narrative is the podcast where we spotlight amazing female entrepreneurs and artists who are changing the world today. Enjoy the show. Hello, this is Fearless Narratives. I am your host, Cortland Jones. And I'm your host, Kia Miner. And I am so, we are so excited <laughs> to welcome my sister-in-law, Maciel Eversley. She is an RN. For those of you that don't know, that means registered nurse. She is a mother of three. And she is the founder of a wonderful company that she's going to tell us about called Nicest Life. Maciel, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me. Such a privilege to be here with you guys. <laughs> oh, Feeling <laughs> Thank <mutual>. you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. Um, the people want to know, what is your inspiration for creating Nicest Life? Ah, my inspiration for creating Nicest Life. So I guess I created Nicest Life um, out of a moment of, I would say, slight postpartum trauma. Um, So I was, I'm such a problem solver. um, And I was looking to um, find a solution uh, just, you know, to the way that I felt as a new mom, um, something to fix the mom guilt that I felt. Um, postpartum and also I just wanted to feel normal again and I knew that it had something to do with um, my health and what I was putting in my body so I mean and I thought wow I am a nurse and um, I'm feeling this way and I thought about all the women that weren't in healthcare and that you know need something and they just don't know what it is so I said my inspiration basically is like, you know, my postpartum experience and all the women that probably felt a similar experience. Yeah. So tell us what Nicest Life is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, Nicest Life is a dietary supplement company um, that I've created. The word nicest means the effort you put into um, achieving a goal. And when I think of moms, moms are always looking to achieve a goal, whether it's, um, you know, improving your life, work-life balance, you know, making your kids, um, you know, help them be the best version of, you know, themselves. We're always after something, right? So that's what I'm saying. Being a mom is kind of like, you know, living that nicest life. So that's what nicest means. And um, my company is basically the goal is to help um, make health simple for moms. And um, we have our first product and and our first product is a postpartum and lactation protein powder. It's an all-in-one powder and it's basically looking to help moms um, simplify the process of improving their lactation, um, their healing and their mood um, postpartum. I love that. So I want to know more about your background prior to building Nice's Life. Yeah, so nice. So basically, by training, I am a registered nurse. Um, I've been a registered nurse for about 16 years, maybe going on 17 years. Don't want to give away, you know, age or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a number. Um, Absolutely, yes. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I've been um, trained as a nurse and I've um, worked a lot in community. I've done, um, 
you know, home visits to postpartum moms. Um, I was originally a pediatric nurse, so I've taken care of a lot of babies. I've worked in the NICU, um, and I, I worked in, you know, children's hospital and things like that. And, um, you know, I think like seven or eight years into my career, I went into leadership and management, and I was in primary care for about eight years. So I am very familiar with um, you know, taking care of communities and families. That's my training. And all the things jumped around. <laughs> yes, I did. In a good way though, right? In a good way. I feel like, and you you tell me, because what do I know about being in the medical field? But I feel like the more experience you have in different areas, the more rounded you are and easier it is to kind of deal with this the the stuff that patients throw at you. Cause I know, especially in pediatrics, right? Those parents could be crazy, huh? I mean it's nope. all worth it because the kids are so cute. That's what I would say. <laughs> like, I'll change a diaper. I'll do anything. Yeah. Like, kids are so cute and lovable, and you know they're they need always someone to like advocate for them. So it was easy for me to do the pediatrics. So let's just say I'm a pediatric nurse at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did jump around because I can never make up my mind. Like, I love so many things. Mm-hmm. I am very curious. Um, so everywhere I put myself, it was like a strategic decision um, in order to learn something new um, because I always want to know everything. That's an excellent way of, of um, seeing things. So I, I do want to talk more about how you were saying that you, you built your company because there wasn't a solution for you already that was fitting for you, right? So what were you trying to use before creating Nices that kind of inspired you to create your company? So, you know, so picture this, like you have your baby and your baby's super hungry and you're like, all right, I'm just going to breastfeed because that's what we do. And then you're feeling like you're running out of milk. You feel like um, you just don't have the energy and you're not as uh, chipper as you should feel um, because you have a brand new baby. Um, so I was like, all right, let me, you know, go online and, you know, buy stuff. I know there's stuff out there. So I bought the lactation cookies. I bought, um, the lemonades. I bought the teas. Um, I drank, um, even the juices my mom was making. And, um, I knew that there were, I I had to take postpartum vitamins. So I took post postnatal vitamins. And um, I also cared about my gut health because I'm dairy-free and gluten-free. So I was like, oh, let's make sure like, you know, my gut, you know, it's checked off that box. So I bought um, pre and probiotics. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, um, you know, I am, I think I might be struggling with like almost feeling like I'm in postpartum depression. So let me buy um, vitamins uh, for the have adaptogens that they can affect my mood naturally. So Mm. before I knew it, my kitchen was full. I was drinking like vitamins in the morning, um, somewhere twice a day, somewhere three times a day. But, you know, I was drinking this tea, that tea. And then basically what I got were like headaches, stomach aches. Mm -hmm. um, I remember like drinking a lemonade and I was like, why does my head hurt? And I looked at it and it, it had like tons of sugar in it. And I was like, oh my goodness, no wonder. I'm like, there has to be a better way. Like, can't there just be something that I take once a day and it actually tastes good because I hate swallowing pills, like horse pills, like this big. Yeah. Same, same here. I can't do it. 
I will choke and die. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, it's like so dry going down. I'm like, oh. isn't there something that like I could actually enjoy? Um, and I remember my friend Clara, and I'm here, you know her, she brought me a smoothie. One day um, she went to one of the gyms by here and she brought me a smoothie. And I was like, oh, this is a nice gift. Thank you for sharing the smoothie. And I was like, this is pleasant. I'm really enjoying this right now. I'm like, why isn't there like an all-in-one? And I knew protein is was really good for um, also restoring my tissues of my body because I had a C-section that was not healing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so if I take proteins and, and uh, the vitamins I need and the pre and probiotics that I need and think about my mood with adaptogens and this like pleasant experience I just had with this smoothie, I put it all together you have a all-in-one protein powder um and that's how it was born really it was like a sequence of events um that just came together and didn't you actually create and make the formula like weren't you and it's not like you just said okay these are the things I think it needs somebody else to do it like you were like in there sleeves up all of that <laughs> so I I tried like my home version right like I was like all right so if I take like these things exactly so I basically like I was the guinea pig and I was like if I so I bought like my own protein powder um I got like a decent um postpartum vitamin and you know and then I was like all right if I put all these things together let me like take it see how I feel and I was like all right I survived that okay I didn't overdose on anything, um, but I was like, let me go to the experts. So I basically wrote down like all my uh, qualifications. I'm very like OCD when it comes to health. So I was like, I was like, it needs to be dairy-free, gluten-free, um, fenugreek-free, soy-free, um, low sugar. Um, it needs, and then of course, um, I looked into the research, the most, you know, the most, uh, the access to the research that I had, the most recent things. And basically um, it says, oh, you know, X amount helps postpartum women with Y and this helps with this. And these are the amounts you need because when you have a baby, your body has different requirements than before you have a baby or even diff it's different from when you're pregnant. So I um, hired a, um, a formulation expert and I said, I have all these requirements and I think this is what I have. So if his number was off, from the number that I chose, like, for example, like, I don't know, let's say like vitamin D, we would have a discussion and I'm like, well, the research I found says, and we would talk about the industry standard. That's why like, it basically like took me two years to do this because I'm like, this thing has to be good. And because if I'm putting my name on this yeah, and this is going to precious moms feeding their precious babies, um, this has to be done right. So, um, like basically that's how it happened. So then once we created the formula together, um, we worked, I worked with a nutritionist and I said, Hey, and the, the nutritionist had to have like similar beliefs, you know, to mine that it was good to be gluten-free and dairy-free and all these things, because I wanted it to be a vegan product because you might find nutritionists out there as I say, Hey, you know, go and have, you know, three glasses of cow's milk. Um, and then, you know, we're not baby cows, but that's like a subject for another day. Um, I'm sorry for all of you that still like your cow's milk, but I mean, you know, 
there's a lot of people walking out there with intolerances. But anyway, so she um she she like vetted our formula and she was like, oh, this is good. Like this will help a lot of people. Yes. Um so that's why we're we're saying like expert formulators and like nutritionists and you know I so basically it wasn't like my idea and I like ran with it I like made sure like experts in the industries like we're like okay this is good too and safe safety is mm-hmm. like paramount so I'm curious then is has it ever been a concern when like creating the product about taste because I know like putting it in so many items that are like good for you and you know that are meant to help your body but is there always is there is there ever a time where like there are so many things in there that are really good for you but the taste is off so it's not as like was that ever an issue for you when starting out yeah so it's not only taste but texture Mm -hmm. it's also (laughs) something that you know you have to take care of so um what we did was so I hired a company to help me um, with like the for the taste, and I'm like I can't put anything that's gonna make people's stomachs upset, and um, also we have to make sure that it doesn't taste grainy, and that um, you know, you know how like there's that aftertaste. Yeah, have some. <laughs> that's why I asked. <laughs> or also, um, I was like. I can't have my moms be like gassy after they take my product. Mm-hmm. So I went with a company. I fired the company mm-hmm. because they do a good job. Um, and then um, I went with um, my manufacturer. And basically, we we tried many different things and we tested it um, with like actual moms. So w- when I thought I was like, okay, this tastes really good, um, and it's made like with natural ingredients and um, ingredients that are not gonna, you know, have people be bloated or any of these things. Now let's test it on real moms. Um, so I um, reached out to, I think about like 20 moms that I knew and I was like, hey, give me feedback on um, on the taste, on, you know, the feel, the aftertaste, all this, try it with water, even if you want. And um, I wrote all the feedback. I made like adjustments based on what they said. And so basically I, I took it to the market and I tested it and um, I made adjustments. And then I, I t- tested that again. And then like, they're like, oh, where can I, can I buy this already? Oh my goodness. Like, or it was like, it's already helping my breast milk. And you only gave me like, <laughs> you only gave me like three days worth. What's up? Can I get more? And I'm like, okay, this is ready for the market um, because it tastes delicious. Um, but, you know, it's like you have to, like if, you know, built uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, right. you really have to take your time and you really have to almost kind of like obsess about your creation in order for it to kind of, you know, be like exactly what you want it to be. So. Yeah. I was one of the moms. I'm happy to say I was a guinea pig and uh, I didn't have any issues, but yes, my milk production changed. And I was like, no, I don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost too quick of a change. I was like, no, no, thank you. I actually had some moms and they were like, oh my gosh, like my milk production is um, one of the moms that tested it. She had like overproduction. And she was like, okay, sorry, I can't take your product anymore. Yeah. Now I'm making like too much milk. Yeah, that, honestly, that's what I was like. It was too good. I was like, I, 
it tastes good thank you but like i'll give it to somebody else because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good uh, but yeah but that's a great problem to have right great problem to have okay so i'm not a mom so i can't really relate to this yet but i do want to know i've heard from other friends of mine who either are moms or are trying to uh, get pregnant now who are trying to have their bodies cleaned out so they can have healthy children. Um, and I'm kind of curious if you have, have ever thought about doing an expansion to have, or I don't know if you're already doing it. <laughs> Cortland, I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> I figured that, but I want to know. <laughs> well, basically when I formulated the postpartum and lactation protein powder, I was like, pregnant moms and moms that are trying to get pregnant are going to need me too. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and I formulated something specifically for moms that were pregnant and one for moms trying to get pregnant. Wow. Um, because like I mentioned a few minutes before, your body has different requirements. There's like different things that you, your body needs in order to like prepare for pregnancy. And, and like, while you're pregnant, you imagine like you're creating a whole human and just like keeping like your regular diet, which the diet can vary, you know, with so many people, like, you know, one person can have like a, a chip and burger diet, another person can have like a vegan diet, you know, so our diets vary so, so much that like, you know, if there's like one thing you can take to make sure that you like check all the boxes for what your body needs. Um, I was like, that would be amazing. And if it's a delicious drink, like, why not? Um, so I did formulate um, one for pregnant women and one for women trying to get pregnant. Um, and that's like, that would be like phase two and three of the company. Um, and I've also formulated a um, lactation bite. So it's kind of like a snack. So like moms can take as they're, you know, snacking. So instead of like reaching for, I don't know, chips or like, your kids leftovers or <laughs> something like that or even candy right yeah, um, yeah like you have something healthy that you know it's like you're just nurturing your body so so yes I've, I'm thinking of all moms or even like potential like moms to be definitely that's wonderful I'm I'm actually really scared to have kids because I know how bad I handle my own body right now and how I've been like feeling it really badly for like my entire life and I want to make sure that I, I, that when I have kids or when I am able to, well, I have other health issues that make it hard for me to have kids right now anyway. So until I can clear that out, then, you know, but I know I need to be in a better health state in a variety of ways. Um, so that's really awesome to hear, hear your product expansion is going to be helping people like me to cleanse out their body and to, you know, be better prepared for when the time is right. But you're already, you're already like headed in the right direction, right? You're already thinking of prevention. Um, and a lot of people don't think that prevention does anything because it's like, oh, I already prevented something from happening. But, um, you know, a lot of moms tend to be reactive, like, oh my gosh, my milk supply is low or, or, oh my gosh, like, um, I don't know what what are we thinking like I'm I'm so depleted I have no energy but there are things you can do like before um you know to kind of like help if you know basically if you know it's going to suck 
Like, <laughs> let's do a few things to make sure it sucks a little less. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's just it, right? Um, so I would love for like moms to use this product as like a preventative product, saying like, I know, um, you know, my hormones will be all over the place. And, you know, this product has, um, you know, let's say like ashwagandha and it helps you like, you know, helps your body regulate mood because your your hormones are like this, like after you have a baby or like I knew, I know that I struggled with breastfeeding last time instead of saying, I'm not going to do it this time. Like, let's see, let's give this a chance and let's, let's, you know, increase our uh, chances of success basically. Um, so you're, you're, you're thinking about prevention, which is amazing. You're already ahead of the game. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I thought you were going to say, Corlin, when she was talking about, I know it sucks. I thought she was going to talk about, cause I, all I do is complain about my shit. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll talk. She's like, how are you? I'm like, I'm fine. I have a terrorist for a job. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute though. It's worth that's it. That's what I'm she sure. always says. I'm like, oh, okay. But all she does is talk about the terrorist, right? Yeah. <laughs> I do. It's true. She's obsessed. She's obsessed. <laughs> I'm like, I'm also afraid to have kids because I don't want to pass on my health issues to them. And that's also my big, one of my biggest fears to have children is I don't want to give my children the diseases that I have. But I can't, I don't know how I'm going to like, you know, get past that because I can't control that. But that's, that's a really real fear of mine. But what if you like pass on like, you know, all your amazing intellectual quality <laughs> and, you know, that child, you know, will take on, you know, you know, your, your caring habits and like all these other things. So there's a lot you can pass on. Yeah. Thank and you. It's, it's, it could be a blessing in disguise. You never know. I think so too. I'm just always have that in my, my mind, which is why I'm so concerned about having my body cleansed out. Like I said, before I get pregnant, so that I'm not so I'm, I'm at a hopefully a better place to do that, you know, so that I don't, I have less risk, maybe if, if possible, I can, mm-hmm. if I can do anything to help to not give my child what I have, I'll do it. So look at her already protecting her. <laughs> my, my unborn future daughter. Listen, this oh girl is gold. everybody, all my listeners, like she gets so mad at me. I'm just like, yo, she's just straight oh gold. My God. I know, oh my Stop god, it. Uh, but it's true. Right, back to you, Masia. <laughs> yes, back to you, Masia. What we want to hear more about is being a mompreneur, okay? Because Oof. exactly, <laughs> that is that is the description in onomatopoeia. Give us in <laughs> words how, like, how has it been for you? Because I mean, I know personally we've had many conversations, but I want, yeah, the, I, mean, I want the people to hear. Yeah, yeah. Like being a mompreneur is hard, right? Just when when you're building your business, right? Um, I so let me back up a little. So not only have do I have a um supplement business, but I'm also an executive coach. And um, you know, just like as you're like learning the ins and outs of, you know, a business trial and error. So you're, you know, you have your ups and downs, right? And you want to really remain constant and loving, like towards your children and your family, your significant other. Um, and sometimes you want to vent, 
but like nobody at home understands. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, you know, it's really important to have a village or like a support from for your like entrepreneur life. Um, and also, I think it's really important to fight to build something that caters to the type of family life you want to have. Um, because I what I could say is, you know, in my professional, like, uh, what, what do we call it? Uh, my corporate life, it looks amazing. Like, oh, yeah, you know, salary is amazing. Check the box. But then, you know, got you strapped for like 70 hours a week. So, um, you know, then it's like, yeah, being an, a mompreneur is hard, but you still want to really fight for that dream, right? Where you have the choice to um, have flexib the flexibility of time um, and time is money. So it's like, um, it's hard, but I think it's worth it in the end because you get to build like the type of dream like vision that you can have like like have your cake and eat it too but basically like your cake is your business and you're eating it too because you get to like have cake with your kids whenever okay. you know it's like okay when you take breaks from your business yeah but once you're in corporate they're giving you like whatever it is that they choose that you get mm -hmm. so I think you know you're very like autonomous in your business as a mom. And I, that's what I like about that. And it's hard and like, you know, it hasn't become like a million dollar business yet, but I continue to fight for it because I'm thinking about like the long term. It's like, it's a long game, basically. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Are you running your company from your home? Yes, mm -hmm. I am. Okay. Can I ask you how old your, your, your kids are? Ah, uh, yes. So I have a newly turned quinceanera, 15-year-old yes. girl, my oldest, um, and I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. So two two toddlers, uh, my five-year-old's almost in school, so it's very busy here. <laughs> Props to my husband. Mm. Like, he I, he I. Just kidding, Eric. Oh, man, just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, you know, without him, I probably wouldn't, I couldn't, I mean, three kids is, you know, moms with three kids, two kids, you know, it, it feels different for every mom, but um, I think he's so helpful. Um, and I think he's definitely like holding it down a lot of the times where I'm doing meetings or all these like random things or doing events, holding it down at the house while I go and, um, you know, drive to Rhode Island and do an event for moms you know like leave the state or something like that um so yeah it really does take a village to be a mompreneur I've seen so many or I've met so many um mompreneurs in my founder groups that I'm in like online and I'm just curious for you and having having the right support have you been involved in any of these kinds of uh mom founder groups to get more connection and have them understanding what you're going through? Yes. Yeah, so I have been, um, I have been in um, like different groups um, that, that they're, that I, don't, I think the groups haven't been like specifically for moms. I think, you know, one group was specific for women. Another one was um, for like female coaches. So I've, I've like jumped, like, like tried different things like at different times um 
And um, I've also done a kind of accountability groups where it's just like a small group of like three or four people. We meet every week and we we decide like, all right, we're going to do X, Y, Z for, for the next week. And then we hold each other accountable. So I think um, different groups for, for different seasons in my life, I think. Um, I think that's what um, has worked out for me. But definitely like the times where I have no group or no support are usually like the hardest. When I first met Kia last year, Kia told me that most of her, uh, I guess, founder or most of her, her entrepreneur friends were not moms. And she was trying to find a community of those to connect more with mom, mompreneurs. Whereas me, I, most of my founder friends are moms. With the mompreneurs, I can't really relate there, even though I, I aspire to be there one day. So it's a weird balance that I was trying to get Kia to, to do more of these programs to meet others, um, mm-hmm. other others in this community. And I was wondering if, you know, they would be helpful to you as well. That's why I was, I was plugging that in. Yeah, it's, it's always helpful. And I think, you know, if let's say you do a group for a while and then, you know, after you do a group or you're with like a group, you know, you might need a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it's nice to have like fresh new, new faces, new perspectives, um, you know, just new energy. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's really nice too. Um, but it, it's always good to have like, you know, c- close friends that might understand like your entrepreneurship, um, journey because not, not everybody, um, will understand or they'll be like, and you're still going at it? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do you do it? It seems impossible. Kind of like, can you stop? Right, go somewhere. <laughs> Leave me alone. Stop digging a hole for Negative me beliefs. throw myself in. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. But I, I love that you said, because um, I feel like that's honestly something that I haven't heard from anyone, whether it's, uh, you know, guests that we've asked about networking or, you know, uh, people in my industry, like the idea that networking groups or affinity groups or whatever you want to call them can be really useful for specific things, unless it's like a program, right? Like the ones that you're talking about, Cortland, where like there's, they start in the end. Um, outside of that, I've never heard anybody say like you know sometimes it's good sometimes you like got out of it what you need to get out of it or like you need to try something different and and that was something for me personally when I first officially started networking three years ago was a hard concept to grasp because it seems like or it seemed like in order for you to build any connections you really had to be a part of it but also if you know you and you know what you're trying to build and the people that you're trying to connect with and meet like you have a sense of whether this community or this space is for you after mm-hmm. a few meetings, right? Like you don't need to give yeah. it a year to yeah. figure that out, right? And that's what I always kept hearing, like give it a year, give it a year, give it a year. It's like, so I'm going to give it a year to all these places when I ha- don't have enough time as it is, when I could be potentially finding other spaces and places, right? Or like mm-hmm. give it a year turns into give it a month. And if it's not what I want it to be, then boom. Or like, maybe you do get out with, you know, so was, I just love that you said that because if it's the first time I'm hearing it, I'm sure that uh, our listeners will be the first time for them too, because, you know, you only know what you know. And to be able to hear a bunch of different perspectives and be like, oh, okay, I can drop that terrible group that I've been in that people keep trying to, you know, force me into for the last six months. So not saying that that's my situation, just saying that it, yeah. it's, it can easily be, right? 
I mean, yeah. we all have the freedom of choice, right? It's like no one's like handcuffing you to these groups, but I think when you show up, like you you want to show up in a space where you're fully accepted. It doesn't feel hard, right? There's already so many things that are we feel like we're swimming against the current like all the time that like why if you're doing an activity to like help you it's so like okay why is it so hard for you to show up at one o'clock every Wednesday randomly um you should be excited to show up and see the people that are there um I was part of um a group uh, at one point where they used to have money church on Fridays and I'm like yeah, gonna go to money church. You know, <laughs> my money mindset. Um, so it's like you need to be excited about what you're doing. It's either a hell yes or a hell no. Yeah, I love that. It, it should be either one. We don't have a lot of time to waste. Like I said earlier, time is money, right? <laughs> yes. I could be in a different space. I'm like, like I can tell you about the a space that I've been thinking about lately. Like I. I was just in a, in a space where um, I did a business accelerator and it was basically um, for entrepreneurs um, uh, looking to have like good social impact, right? So that was like the focus of that. Um, at one point I was part of a group where it was like, like, all right, how to make like money. And the other one was like, how to be a better coach. And then recently I've been thinking about, I think I'd like to be in a space where um, I'm around other Latinas. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't think I've ever been in a space where um, there's other uh, Latinas specifically. And I know there's like all types of groups. So I, I'm not saying I'm a group hopper, but I, like I said, like, (laughs) like different spaces for different seasons Mm. for different needs. Right. Um, I've been, you know, I just did a quinceanera for my daughter. Um, I've been dying to go back to where I was born, the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm feeling like a longing to like kind of tap into like my Latina, Afro-Latina, let me just say Afro-Latina roots because you know, I'm not right now, but you know, my hair is like curly 99% of the time. <laughs> um, this is just because we, we, we had a nice party over the weekend, but I mean, um, yeah, so I mean, like, we have the freedom of choice, and that's kind of like what I'm thinking about. Um, I love how you mentioned not not having enough spaces for um, Hispanic founders or Hispanics in general, and I, I think that I am I'm always talking about that for me as a Black founder. How there aren't many spaces where I'm uh, surrounded by people that look like me, and I feel like that's hopefully gonna start to change more and more as we get go through the next few years because there's been a a great emergence now of more founders in this space that I'm hoping it will continue to grow because I'm really honestly tired of being in a space where I feel like an outsider and I or I look different and I feel like I don't belong there yeah I mean you know when they say like black founders I'm like I'm Latina right here you know but um I feel like like I, I, I've been in spaces where they're looking to, to cater to, you know, people of color and things like that. Um, and then I've also been in spaces where it's just a sexy thing to be a person of color or to have like mm-hmm. one or two faces of mm-hmm. color. 
Um, so those spaces like all feel different. Um, and sometimes um, uh, like all Hispanic or like Latino spaces um, can still feel, you know, there's spaces where you don't feel, um, you know, Latino enough, black enough, dark enough, light enough, or, you know, like it, you're, or you're just the only, like I'm so used to being like the only, like in my professional Same. life. Um, and, you know, I have many specific stories where I can say like, can you believe this happened to me? But um, over the years, I've learned that it's my superpower to be the only um, because I must have that secret sauce that they don't know about. Mm -hmm. um, so I've like, kind of like learned to like turn it around and also think about um, how me being different is um, an advantage. Yeah. So, um, and basically like any any space that has me, you know, they should they should be happy I'm here. Be honored, exactly. It's an honor exactly. to have you there. <laughs> you're welcome. And you're welcome and you're welcome. <laughs> like, oh yeah, by the way, my name is Maciel. <laughs> Absolutely. I will say though, in a in any event, when I'm when I go into it, I always scan the room first and find the other POC in the room. And then mm -hmm. I will always go over there first. Always. 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 And now, like, I feel like I'm, I remember, and I don't know how your mothers were, but my mom growing up used to always do that, like, no matter where we lived. And, you know, we used to live in New York, and then we moved to Martha's Vineyard. Um, so no matter, and no matter where we were, no matter where we were living, visiting, whatever, like, used to always do it. And I remember being like, hands over my eyes like mom please stop like just stop always saying hi just because they're black what's wrong with you, what's wrong with you? and now that I'm an adult yeah I'm like oh like that's like a community like you might not even like this motherfucker but you need to just go and say like I see you you mm -hmm. know like we're here and okay you mm -hmm. know well that's so funny you say that I was um doing an event um I think it was a few weeks ago and I was tabling and um, I saw one person of color and I said, oh, awesome. I'm like, all right. And I'm like calling her like with my mind because I couldn't leave my table. <laughs> I do that, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come, come. You're welcome here. Come, come. <laughs> and of course, I was happy to have like every, everybody at my table. But I, I like, you know, subconsciously you have like, you know, you're like calling that person because it's it's community, like you said. Mm -hmm. Maciel, can we get into what your, because, you know, when, when we're thinking about everything you represent, health, wellness for moms specifically, you know, everybody in general, you know, even thinking about the way that you want to be um, earth conscious as far as your companies um, and your products are concerned. In terms of your daily routine and, and the way that you stay mind, body and soul balanced, like what does that look like for you specifically? I mean, you know, I will say like I struggle with doing too much, like always. Um, my routine is not perfect, but um, I'm starting to. Before I used to have a routine where I'd get up at like four a.m. and I would like work on my business, and then I'd get ready and 
um, by the time like 1 p.m. came, I was dead. Mm-hmm. And I did that for many, many months. And I think um, that's when I hit burnout. So once I realized what I was doing to myself, <laughs> that's when I was like, all right, mama needs her sleep. Um, so now I don't, I wake up as early. Um, so definitely I'm trying to get more sleep in when I feel, you know, that I'm like running out of gas I make sure that, you know, I have my supplements on board, um, because, you know, the power of supplements, it's like, it's really underestimated. Um, and nowadays I remember a few weeks back, um, I was planning this big quinceanera for my daughter. Um, I was working um, my corporate and my business, and um, we were planning on going to a um, a vacation, a family vacation. And, you know, planning for those is, is stressful. Mm-hmm. So for like three or four days straight before that, I made um, Nicest Life smoothies for my husband and I to make sure that we had the fuel that we needed on board. Um so that, you know, we could have the strength to kind of like carry on and make this vacation. Mm. Um, So I would say um, sleep and um, definitely um, uh, supplementing, like, you know, with whatever nutrients you know that you're missing. And on weekends, yes, you know, I wake up late or I might wake up early because, you know, I have toddlers and they wake me up super early, but I'll linger in the bed and because that's what my body's asking for, right? I listen Mm. to my body. Um, maybe a year from now it'll be like yes I hit the gym like five times a week yeah I'm not there yet I used to be there but not anymore (laughs) I hear that Mm -hmm. how do you juggle both corporate and having your own business like is it are you doing it like your job in the daytime and then like yeah so I try to be as efficient as possible right Um, I don't take you know, any of those, like, just because meetings, like there has to be, you know, so I'm really, I would say like stingy with my time and I'm, and I'm very efficient with like how I do things. Um, Before I might've had the habit of like staying, working super, super late in um, my, my corporate job, then I'd have to get up at like 4am to work on my business where now I have like a set end time so that I can start my business. So I schedule things in my, um, my daily, um, thing, you know, my daily routine, I really depend on my calendar. Um, so it's, it's not like I have a start and an end time. I don't, I don't like do evening or weekend emails. It's very rare that I'll send an email related to like my day job. Um, but yeah, like that basically like every, every other time, you know, I can work on my business. Um, and I have like set times where this time's like for family on, um, on this day, I really, um, I'm going to take like a big chunk of time, like, you know, in the evening and like really go hard because I have a big event coming up. So, um, just trying to stay organized. Um, I think it's a good thing in general, but we have a huge family calendar, um, that's in the kitchen and that's how we stay organized and whenever I forget like oh I have an event and I didn't put it on there my husband says you need to put it on the calendar <laughs> really like depend on it really mm-hmm. very strictly we would depend mm-hmm. on it that's how we stay organized I love it but yeah boundaries right yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
knowing your wealth of knowledge and your own personal experience, what advice do you have to give to other mompreneurs or even, you know, moms that are struggling with all of the mom things that we know exist or just a woman, a female entrepreneur trying to make it in this hard, cold, harsh world? (laughs) Yes. So what I would say is, um, and this is like a lesson I feel like I learn every day or every week, right? When I'm like really burnt out, I'm like, man, I should have been listening to myself. It's basically like, don't forget to put yourself first. Fill your cup first um, because give your body what it needs. Listen to your body. Like if your body's telling you, oh my goodness, like I'm so tired, like go, go get that rest, go get that massage, schedule the massage, schedule the monthly massage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's something I've been contemplating. Like, I, should, I should schedule monthly massages. <laughs> I deserve that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, you know, we do so much for our families um, everybody else, our friends, um, that we really tend to forget about ourselves. And um, usually entrepreneurship, it's because you want to save the world. Um, but don't forget to save or like put your, uh, what is it, uh, oxygen mask on first. Because mm. at the end of the day, if something happens to you, none, none of that world saving is happening. So mm-hmm. take care of yourself, even if it's something small as like take the vitamin, get the massage, get the sleep. It's the mm-hmm. basics. Yeah. I think that's what I what I would say because we forget. If your if your mouth is dry, give it that water. Listen <laughs> <laughs> to your body. Yes. <laughs> it's crying. It's crying at that point, right? Yeah. And then finally, Marcel, how can our listeners find you? So you can find me on, well, you can find Nicest Life online. Uh, nicestlife.com so it's n-i-s-u-s life.com and we are active on ig so my nicest life and on facebook nicest life thank you for joining us yes thank you so much i'm really really excited for this episode to come out because i know it's going to be so 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 helpful to all the Mm -hmm. new moms becoming moms pregnant moms everything we're excited moms need so much I love moms. (laughs) And we love you. Yes. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Guys, bye. (laughs) And that is a wrap. Fearless Narratives airs every Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and we will see you next week.